0: Do you hear that sound? That is the sound of the waves crashing against a bay. But it's not just any bay. It's a Baywatch, because this is a Baywatch podcast. In fact, this is Baywatch Rookie School, a podcast where two men who have never watched Baywatch before. Try and watch Baywatch. I'm Michael Eisen.
1: And I'm Morgan Thrapp. And specifically this episode, because I just got back from my first massage in a long time, uh, you will be introduced to the character of slightly more relaxed Morgan.
0: Well, I'm uh, more on edge than normal, so you get more wild Michael, I think. <laughs> as well, as possible. well, it sounds
1: like we are in for an interesting episode.
0: Are we, though? Well, of the podcast, anyway. Yeah, so this is season three, episode two, River of No Return, part dos. And uh, if you can't tell, that's a sequel to River of No Return Part Uno. (laughs) And it's written by the same people, Michael Burke and Douglas Schwartz. And it was directed by Douglas Schwartz. And it was, in fact, aired the same day as Part One, which, ooh, boy, that would have been interesting watching these episodes back to back. I mean, it's one complete story, but that's a lot of Baywatch to watch.
1: It really is. And it's, yeah, I mean, I guess spoilers, but I think this might be the most a two-part episode has needed to be a two-part episode in
0: Baywatch's history. Yeah. uh, Which isn't saying much. (laughs) (laughs) What? Technically, to fit everything they want to fit into the Eddie is convicted of statute, not convicted, is accused of statutory rape episode they need to do in two parts. But it doesn't mm. need to exist in life. Yes. Yes. Right. But uh, as a reminder, what happened last time? Well, let me tell you. We were prospecting, we were expecting, I don't know what, <laughs> this wasn't it. Here we are in this heyday in... Here we are in the heyday of this podcast crime we did commit. There was some gold up in the hills and some hillbillies want it now. They killed an uncle, it struck a trunkle. He went kark, take a bow. Oh. You're welcome. Beautiful. Mitch is here, he has no fear. Time for the show to become regnant. That's a real word. Let's okay. find it. I hope they find it. They don't find it. Shawnee's pregnant. it's a great rhyme new characters extravaganza pam anderson is finally here that brody looks like a roadie summer quinn is not from zaire nor is she queer she seems sincere so do not smear her here (laughs) yeah it's a cliffhanger what will happen shawnee's life is at stake Come on, listen and enjoy this podcast that we make. Beautiful, thank you. Beautiful, I and I, I'm really proud of. They killed an uncle and struck a trunkle. He won't kerplunkle take a bow. Yes, that's very excellent.
1: And also, that is uh, much less annoying than the hundred thousand times that that song gets sung during this episode.
0: Yeah. Technically it is, um, <laughs> but that's only because it's not being sung by uh, by Hobie. True. Now, uh, let's talk about... I have it in here as import podcast stuff, but it's actually important podcast stuff. Ooh. Uh, um, which is, it's time for some goodbyes. Mm-hmm. This is the... So, remember, we will always classify series versus podcast. So... This is the last series appearance for Billy Warlock as Eddie Kramer. However, this is the last series and podcast appearance for Erica Eleniak as Shawnee McClain. Rip. So, in, from INDB, in later interviews, Erica Eleniak stated that the reason for her leaving the show was down to a number of factors. She said she felt the show had become risque and reminded her more of a music video. As the show was originally on NBC, the show felt it... Uh, as the show was originally on NBC, this is a badly written sentence. As the show was originally on NBC, show felt it a more... I think she felt it a more conservative network at the time. Something like that. She said she also wanted to work on films rather than on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes sense. And uh, Sure. Billy Warlock basically said kind of the same thing of like, he didn't like the scripts he was getting so he just said it's time to leave you know (laughs) and uh, there's the Eat True Hollywood story on Baywatch from like 97 I think it is and uh, he's interviewed and he goes on and on about yeah well you know I wasn't really happy with this I wasn't happy about that Um, so he had his reasons but another thing to talk about is Morgan and I watched the Vice Dark Side of the 90s episode on Baywatch. Um, Morgan, what were your thoughts on it?
1: It was really interesting. You know, as someone who uh, was six when the 90s ended, <laughs> um, I didn't necessarily have a good grasp of a lot of this stuff, but I think it was really interesting to me to see how directly correlated it seemed like Um, The rise of like Breast enhancement cosmetic surgery Was tied to Baywatch Like obviously it's impossible to ever prove That that's the case But the fact that there was such a Significant rise And you know hearing um, Pamela Anderson And um, Oh I cannot remember The name of the actress who plays Summer um, Nicole Nicole Eggert Yes hearing you know how much they struggled with staying in the shape, and that it wasn't just the the women either. That you know the men in the cast were definitely struggling the same way. Um, it's not good to hear, but it is. I don't know. Oddly reassuring that it, this isn't just a thing that happens. You know, <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah, uh, and like it. It was. So in in the episode, they do a lot of interview with uh, Douglas Schwartz and Michael Burke. And God, the two of them
1: seem so fucking skeezy.
0: Yeah, no, they are. I don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the part where they're like, "Yeah, we uh, we knew there'd be paparazzi everywhere, so we told Pam Anderson to stage a fight with someone." And yeah, that is like, Ugh, I don't, I don't like the '90s, but also like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're th- yeah, no, I just don't I don't like them Um, It did make me have A lot more respect for Pam Anderson First off uh, Oh, same Yeah, because she just seems like The nicest person possible mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Maybe I have more respect For David Hasselhoff Yeah Which, shocker of my life That I'm now just a big Hasselhoff stan Right? Yeah Same though
1: I specifically the part where um, Jeremy Jackson was talking about how influential David Hasselhoff was in his life and like became this surrogate father figure and everything was really touching.
0: Like Right. And, you know, there's also a part where they show David Hasselhoff's infamous like drunk cheeseburger video. Mm -hmm. And they mentioned that he had his daughter film it so he could see what he was like when he was drunk so he could change his life. And I was like, wow. Yeah.
1: No, that was really cool.
0: Yeah. Now, it's funny because around the time that came out, I think it was around that time, uh, the only thing I knew Hasselhoff from was he was a guest on, uh, or a guest, not a guest, he was a judge on America's Got Talent. Uh, Oh, okay. For the first few seasons. And he had this, like, ongoing feud with this, like Russian, like vaudeville performer or something. Uh, huh? And every time the guy w- the guy came on for like three seasons in a row, and every time Hasselhoff oh. H- H- would go, "It's you," uh, <laughs> and the guy would go, "I did this for you, with David." <laughs> it was, like, really weird, and it was the highlight of David Hasselhoff's time there. But then we saw the cheeseburger thing I was like, "Oh, okay, that guy." And now I now I know the context of it. I'm like, "Oh, that's really cool. Like he did it to improve his life." Uh, yeah, totally. The other person I gained a lot of respect for was Jeremy Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah, same. Like he's really turned his life around. Yeah. So, for context, he was super into drugs. Mm-hmm. And just doing a lot of shit, and then is like there's some stuff they don't mention in there. Uh, for example, when he was just at like peak drugs, uh, he was dating a, a porn star, and there was like um, a story about how he like he like assault uh, allegations, mm. and um. Since then, it sounds like he's cleaned his life up and realized, like, he's done a lot of bad shit and he's trying to give back to the community. So, like, that's cool. Uh, I respect that. I'll say also, one of the things that
1: really struck me about a lot of what he was saying is how very casually he's like, yeah, you know, when I was 16, I was hooking up with a bunch of older women and I was like, oh, that's really fucked and you don't even fully realize that
0: huh yeah like yeah i mean there was pam anderson did some his story in the past where she was like oh yeah like if you don't think like it's like the olympics like a bunch of like peak hot people weren't just like fucking behind the scenes on this oh like, totally who are you kidding right
1: uh, and like normally i don't have a problem with that but when it's 16 year old jeremy jackson talking about being part of it, it definitely skeeves me out. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's all weird. Um, yeah, totally. But they also talk about how he had this like unre- uh, uh or unattainable, I guess, uh, complex because he was around people like uh, David Charvet, who plays Matt Brody, who's just mm-hmm. from head to toe. Yeah. Uh, later on, David uh, uh, David Chokashi, who is ripped from head to toe. Uh, and he's like, I got to worry about having abs at 16. And it's like, that's fucked up. Yeah. That, yeah. That's unreasonable. Yeah. So it was a lot of interesting stuff they talked about, uh, especially as uh, Michael Burke and Douglas Schwartz talked about, like all the controversies just creating more ratings. Mm-hmm. And the show kept on going up and up and up in the ratings. And then eventually it just kind of dwindled, I guess. Um, and they decided to change things up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's an interesting story. I recommend everybody to check it out. It's like 45 to 50 minutes long. Um, yeah, it's it's good.
1: Yeah. And if you don't feel like paying for it, Vice does allow you to watch Uh, free content if you use up some of your free passes, there will be ads
0: every so often, but it is doable. I didn't know that, yeah. I just steal the Xfinity login from my parents, (laughs) that's how I watch it. I mean, yeah, why not? The other interesting thing to mention is that, uh, as of this writing, I think, writing this is a podcast, we don't write, (laughs) we're two men. You know, ah, we got it in. <laughs> uh, that's one joke that's gonna stick in season three. I know it. Uh, oh yeah. Fortunately, for eleven seasons, you're gonna be plus <laughs> hearing that joke every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just gonna have a shirt that just says a podcast where, and then nothing else on it. You'll be like a oh, podcast where what? And it's like. Exactly. No. So here's here's what we do.
1: We start a company called Podcastware that sells podcast merch. But instead of
0: W E A R, it's W H E R E. Podcast Wear. Ooh. Okay. I. That's actually dumb enough to make money. Right. <laughs> like like actually dumb. Maybe we should. Maybe that's one of the ideas we actually should cash in on. <laughs> I mean, if there's one idea we gotta pick from all the ideas that we've done, uh yeah. maybe that is the actually you know what, I just want our merch. I just don't want people yeah. do merch. Um, the 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 a podcast where two men beach volleyball, you know. <laughs> um, is that uh Baywatch is leaving Amazon Prime. Mm, I I assume it's because their contract is up And it's staying on Hulu As far as we know for now Which means that we'll be continuing to watch The remastered version And the original version But if it leaves Hulu We'll see what happens Mm -hmm. uh yeah you know,
1: uh one one point on us watching the original and remastered I actually had to watch the remaster this episode because the only copy of the original I could find everything was oct- octave shifted up about a pitch or it was oh. pitch shifted up about an octave rather um and it was unlistenable
0: <laughs> that actually kind of is fun I, I want i i kind of have an interest i'll send you I'll send you the link oh okay. That's the only wait a sec. How is that the only one? Well, because all of
1: these episodes are being uploaded by different random people. Like, it's not like there's one person uploading all the seasons to Daily Motion.
0: Are you telling me there isn't like a like a a land crab? (laughs) Wait a second, Morgan. Pirate crab. Wait a sec. Pirate crab. Pirate crab. Hold on. I just found a copy. That's fine. I don't know what you're talking about huh yeah I, yeah this was not this was not the episode i found um
1: and that, the one i found was octave shifted and i lift, listened or i looked for about another minute or two to find another copy and didn't immediately see one so i gave up and
0: watched the remaster this is the first because reason, i was running out of time so the first result and the search took 0. 0.47 seconds it literally that's, tells me how long the search took that's so weird I think Hang I on. found your pitch shifted one. Wait a second. No, I didn't. Here. Uh, I just found a second one that works. <laughs> this is the one that's all weird. What? Morgan, I found two
1: <laughs> Interestingly. <laughs> oh. Interesting. So I on the first page, I don't see another copy.
0: Here, just click on that. Uh, the middle one is the River, oh. River movie.
1: Ah, uh, uh, I was using Daily Motion search directly, not Google's just,
0: search of Daily Motion site. Oh yeah, Google's use the Google search. It's yeah, I'll have to do that. Um, so that's weird. Uh that's funny. Uh well, I mean, it works out. Um, I guess since yeah, I mean, it's not like there was much music in this one. So what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it it this episode. They, they packed a lot of content in into the first part, and yeah. you know, they didn't really have a lot left over for part two.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, shall we, shall we get into it? Yeah, Morgan. Take us into the episode. All right. We get started with some boat pranks, the best kind of pranks on the water. Um, Mitch and Hobie well, are splashing other each other. Do, what other pranks could you do on the water? Swimming pranks. Water skiing pranks. Shrimp. <laughs> Shrimp. Shrimp pranks. Yeah, yeah. Shranks for short. Land crab pranks. Pirate crab pranks. Pirate crab pranks. Pirate <laughs> crab pranks. Pirate crab pranks. <laughs> <laughs> um. But eventually they all get to the rapids and it's time to put their helmets on. And then they paddle through the rapids for a while. And this takes a long time. And the treasure hunters shoot at
0: them. Wait, And then wait, they before, hide behind before, a rock. Before that, uh, did you notice that in a lot of the shots, you can see some like red figures in the background. And if you pause it, it's clearly just the crew of the show standing on a cliff. I so, did not. Yeah, so they had to like change the aspect ratio of the shot. Or like you, know, mm. so you can't see them As well as like shaking the camera uh, but There's quite a number of these scenes Where you can like see people I think it's partially they're there to make sure that They don't die Yeah totally water. But there's one scene where it's like the, like the top like maybe Fourth of the screen is like like A hazy black bar Because you can see there's a bunch of these like Human sized or Bigfoot sized Maybe it's a family of Bigfoots I don't know. Big Uh, feet. (laughs) Yeah, feet, feet, (laughs) feet. Figures (laughs) just, like, standing watching them. And I'm like, either there's a whole, there's a Bigfoot family. Feet, feet, feet. There's, uh, like, a bunch of tourists there saying, wow, I want to watch these guys go to these rapids. Or it's the crew. Or maybe there's a fourth one I haven't thought of yet. Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna say Maybe that it was it's ghosts <laughs> oh, yeah oh, it's, Ooh, it's ghosts. us from the future it's the ghosts of us <laughs> we, <laughs> we died and <laughs> in the future and our wish was like I don't really want to go to heaven I want to go to Baywatch <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows if you die in a podcast you die in real life if you die in a podcast, you go to the thing that you're podcasting about, which Ooh. makes it really awkward for general conversation podcasts. <laughs> they just end up in like at the last like reference that they made, so it's like mm. you know some dudes like now stuck in a pickle jar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, Socrates of them,
1: yeah. Yeah. See, look at us being intellectual and full full,
0: flopsical. I think it's Diogenes. I have literally no idea. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) someone lived in a pickle jar. Uh, Not a pickle jar. You can't live in a pickle jar, a pickle barrel. Maybe you can't. Well, look, me me and my big feet can't fit in a pickle jar. (laughs)
1: I mean, you know yeah. what they say about big feet? Even bigger pickles.
0: <laughs> I Okay, so at work today, I was telling someone, I don't get the point of the... Like, I, I understand the usage of the phrase, you can't have your cake and eat it too. But sure. But it doesn't make sense, because what else would I do with cake?
1: Right, well, it's saying you can't both... Uh, still have the cake, and have eaten it. Because once you've eaten it, you no longer have it.
0: You just get another cake. And also, who eats the full cake in one sitting? <laughs> well, yes, that's, that's why it's a saying. Right, what? Is that it would, be, it would be greedy to eat the whole cake. No, it's not greedy, it's just you don't have a stomach big enough. <laughs> Maybe who it's a small gre- cake. Who's the greedy for? Like, if, if there's other people there... Someone, there's no situation which someone's not going to stop you from eating the entire cake, unless you have like a giant ass mouth and fit the whole thing in at once.
1: Like you're a fucking listen. Vacuum. What if what if you're a family of big feet and you have really big pickles and then your stomach's full of pickles, so you can only eat a small cake? So you buy a small cake.
0: But here's the thing: because of you have the big feet family, you all mm-hmm. have to touch it with your feet to claim ownership. Oh, of course. All of your cake. So it's it's we can have our cake and eat it, too, which then ruins it because you can't all be greedy. I mean, you could. Listen,
1: it may take a parable to talk about cake, but it takes a village of big feet to ruin a cake with their
0: feet. That's a great new parable. (laughs) I have a a second new parable. I think we should change a bird in a hand is worth two in the bush to a bird in a hand is worth about the same as two birds in a hand, don't be greedy, you numpty. Because that makes way <laughs> more sense. Yeah.
1: Or like, just a bird in a hand is fucking scary because those fuckers are vicious. and look Yeah, what are they going to do? Like
0: shit in your hand? Why would you want a right? in your hand? Also, I don't want a bird in my hand. A bird in a hand is worth two in the bush and you can kill two birds with one stone. So mm-hmm. can I just kill one bird that's in my hand with one stone? <laughs> I don't
1: want it in my hand.
0: Like I'm like, get out.
1: Yeah, so you have, you have a bird and a stone on one side of the river, and you have a pile of grain on the other, and okay. your boat can only fit one of you.
0: <laughs> Wait, but... It, so, only fit me, the bird, or the grain? Mm-hmm. But I can just put the, the, put one on my lap. No. Okay, but I can be in the grain's lap. No. Hmm... Okay, what if I... The grain grain has personal space issues. What if I make a new boat out of grain? Ooh. What if I just throw a stone at the grain and kill it?
1: Okay, I would like to propose that bread bowls are inverse bread
0: ships. (laughs) They're they're not really inverse. They're just, you know... No, because, like... like, No, they're like a stage one evolution, you know. It evolved into the bread ship.
1: The liquid's on the wrong side.
0: The liquid's supposed to be outside of the ship, not inside the ship. That doesn't mean it can't evolve into that. Like, look, it's it's faulty. That's true. It's faulty at first, right? It's like, yeah. oh no, some water seeped in. And as it evolves with experience and, and friendship, it learns how to keep them liquids out. That's fair. I guess what we
1: need is to consult with Charles Darwin. mm
0: <laughs> how not how nah, he seems like not a great person
1: yeah that's true <laughs> what's the panera bread equivalent of charles darwin
0: uh tim pool <laughs> <laughs> that's some good political jokes for you mm-hmm. yeah of like the the one person who's gonna like know who tim pool is and agree with us on this and be like mm-hmm. that's really funny Um, Yep. They're going to be like, wow, that's the best joke I've ever heard. God, I hope so. It's literally the only thing I want in life. (laughs) Is Tim Pool jokes.
1: (laughs) Obscure Tim Pool jokes in a relation to a tangent about bread bowl evolution on a Baywatch podcast. It was a very, very specific fetish, and I'm just glad that I have content for it now. Well, luckily, you can find anything at FetLife. That's true. Um, speaking of finding anything, the treasure hunters have found our crew. Yep. You like, you like how I segued back into it? It was very kind good. Kind of. like <laughs> Pretty good. Um, I give it a soup inside of a bread bowl. Of, um, <laughs>
0: I give it a soup <laughs> uh, out of bread. ship. <laughs> <Darn>. Right.
1: <laughs> I give it bread bowl out of bread ship.
0: Um, yeah, 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 because it's supposed to reach breadship levels, right. but right now it's only Bread Bowl. Okay, yeah, I know. That, mm-hmm. that works, that works. Darn, cool. I should have changed our rating system on, on a scale <laughs> of... I'm going to write that down right now on a scale of Bread Bowl to Bread Ship. <laughs> perfect. On bread Bowl to Bread Ship. Okay. This
1: podcast is perfect.
0: You know, there's um, that, like... There's those toasts where they say, like, um, uh, oh, what is it? It's like, uh, there are good ships, there are wood ships. Do you know this this one, the toast?
1: Uh, I know it ends with, and there are relationships,
0: but I don't know the no, rest it of doesn't. it. No,
1: it
0: doesn't. Oh, it's then a, I have no idea. There are good ships, there are wood ships, there are ships that sail the sea, but the best ships are friendships, and forever may they be. some. Ah. some some boats are steel, some boats may, stink, may sink. The best ships are friendships and to those ships we drink. Um, ah. but what if instead it was all about eating bread? Like in mm. those ships we eat bread. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme, but it's more accurate.
1: <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to write our own bread Baywatch themed bread toast sometime
0: in the future. Yeah. Well, you know what isn't in this episode is bread. There is lollipops, though. That's true. Specifically, a lollipop tree.
1: Yes. And we are here to represent the lollipop tree. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, the treasure hunters have Shawnee held hostage at the edge of a cliff, and it's dire. And they say to send Hobie over with the song lyrics, and they've been singing these song lyrics a lot. Especially in part one. Yeah. And it was very annoying. um, Because it's the same stupid song over and over again. Um, But eventually they decide that CJ is going to go over instead. So she takes off her helmet and
0: her vest and makes her way in the kayak over to the treasure hunters. It's weird because Mitch is like oddly attached to this. Like they say, give us the thing or we'll like murder Shawnee. And he's like, yeah. Um, I'll risk Johnny's death. I don't want to give up the notes. It's like, Mitch, just give them the goddamn song. It's just I gold. I think
1: it <laughs> was more about not wanting to send Hobie over there.
0: What? Okay, I get. Oh, fuck
1: Hobie. Oh. Because the... <laughs> The hunters do say,
0: like, send the boy over with the lyrics. Oh, I thought they meant send Eddie over. I guess I'm too used to thinking of Eddie as Ah. a shit boy, so I called (laughs) him Because I have here, they want Eddie to bring it over or it'll throw Shawnee. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I was
1: assuming Hobie because they're like, he's the least dangerous. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think (laughs) he's the most dangerous. Well, he is the spawn of Satan, so... Yeah, this is true. Um, but once CJ starts heading over there, uh, we discover that the helmets on the rock that are still kind of moving as if the other three were hiding there and talking. Why, it's Hobie with helmets on a stick and his own helmet just kind of wobbling him around, making him look like people, which I thought was very clever and very funny. <laughs> um, and then Mitch manages to sneak up the rock cliff where the hunter is And gets to the guy by making zero noise while rock climbing. Yes. Um, But manages to get to the hunter right before he's about to throw Shawnee into the river. And then they fight for a bit. And then Eddie jumps the other hunter with CJ's help and they fight for a bit. And then the hunter stops fighting Mitch to push Shawnee into the river. (laughs) So then Eddie rescues her and Mitch jumps in and rescues her as well. And then they get on the raft Mitch and has to get the credit like and he has to get yeah. a big leap. He's like, I got to get a, oh, yeah. a
0: big leap or two every
1: season. Exactly. No, it, it just very much felt like, eh, fuck it. Eddie's leaving at the end of this anyway. So we're going to give Mitch some more screen time. Um, it's not like he needs it. It's his show. <laughs> I mean, I don't totally disagree, but it just felt very silly to me. Yeah. Um. But they all get in the raft and start heading down the river, and then the hunters start shooting at them, and they hit the raft, so they're losing
0: water. They're so bad at shooting. Yeah. Like, they're—how hows there?
1: their—how—okay, this is— They managed to—they managed to, in part one, skewer the uncle directly through the throat with an arrow, and now they just can't hit anything
0: ever. That was the other guy. Oh, that's true. So— like this is gonna be offensive to hillbillies, but like, if you're, <laughs> if you're a hillbilly, you're required to know how to shoot a gun, and like, right? purposefully miss, because usually hillbillies a lot. Like, I'm warning you, and they shoot like to the side, and then they say get. Um, <laughs> but in this case, they're keep on going like get them, get them, get them, mm-hmm. but they can never get them. Yeah.
1: I guess uh, I guess they're just not very effective uh, treasure hunters, these
0: two. They're a disgrace to hillbillies everywhere.
1: It's true. Um. Next, we get to see Summer and her mom at their trailer home. And Summer doesn't like that her mom is working at a cocktail bar and has to wear no, a, it's, it's m- not a mildly bar. revealing... It's a...
0: It's, oh, yeah, what is it? It's a piano sushi
1: bar. Right. They have those in California, you know.
0: It's a very dis... Very specific type of bar uh, yeah that I think only exists in um like modern video games about pirates mm-hmm. <laughs> so also just the- monkey Island, so that's it <laughs>
1: also the mom mentions that she's
0: gonna be singing, oh yeah, oh yeah, well, because that's her whole point she came out of California to get her to do her singing career,
1: right, right, but it just means that this Piano sushi bar has singing cocktail waitresses.
0: Well, I'm. And, well, and that's a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, look, like someone's got to sit at the piano and someone's got to lay on the piano seductively. True. And sing, as True. white people are like, can I get a fork instead of these sticks? things?
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know how to do this. And they get eel and they spit it into cleavage. Mm hmm. <laughs> God. Uh but she, so Summer is concerned because she's going to go to Malibu High and her mom mm-hmm. will work at the bar, which is fring- frequented by people from Malibu, and mm-hmm. especially because she's worried about people like Matt's dad finding out who lives in the colony. And we've mm-hmm. talked about what the colony is before. Uh, it's a gated community in Malibu on the beach where most celebrities live, like Lady Gaga, Leonardo DiCaprio, Cher, Miley Cyrus, A-listers. So Matt is just rich as fuck. Yeah, 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 I I mean, I get it. Like, you know,
1: when you're a high schooler, these kind of things feel much more embarrassing. But like, I don't know, it's a job, like whatever. Yeah. I had a hard time feeling sympathetic for
0: Summer in this. (laughs) Well, we work in tech, so, I mean, we're kind of a weird place. That's fair. We work in tech, and the only thing that embarrasses us is our products. Am I right? (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you work in tech, you're required to be embarrassed of your own product because Mm -hmm. there's always some failure to it. Um, Oh, yeah. But speaking of jobs, Summer mentions that lifeguarding pays in 1992 $14 $14 an hour to start. Yeah, I heard that. And I was, it seemed like pretty good money for the time period. Do you want to know how much that is in 2021? Please. it's twenty seven twenty four an hour. That's not terrible. No, but, and think about this, like, from what we understand, there's like night shifts and day shifts. It sounds like they'd be working. If you get stuck on the night shift, it sounds like you're working there all night right yeah which would be like eight hours imagine making twenty seven, twenty four, for eight hours straight right when you're like yeah 18 maybe oh totally right i mean that's that's
1: 54 a year right like that's not terrible money it's not amazing
0: but for starting pay when that's you're, really not terrible when you that young like summer's age oh man when you're in high school that's insane money Oh, God, yeah. That's really good money, uh, which makes me worried for Mitch, because I'm like, wait, how how little is he making? Unless he's if he's making like. Let's say he's making like twenty five an hour and let's just say that something like, I don't know, thirty something an hour. And he and he works there all day like that's his main job. He's making like 80 K. You know, he's not doing too badly. Especially given that, like, housing prices were much cheaper back then. Yeah. Um, And then I assume, like, Gale is paying for some of the cost of Hobie. Uh It just seems like a good deal Mitch has got. Yeah. No,
1: it really does. And I, like, it does seem like he's probably making pretty good money. Right.
0: And they have 12 positions that they have open. And they're going to pay $14 an hour to start for 12 positions. Like... Damn, they have a budget. Like to be hiring that many people, it seems like. And yeah. before last season we were like, oh, I don't know, can we can we afford to do things?
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> now to be fair, the things they were wondering if they could afford were like buying super high powered Fancy speedboats and wave runners.
0: Oh, you just steal them. Just steal them from the <laughs> who had them previously and they're yours now.
1: Perfect.
0: Yeah, that's how. That's
1: uh, fucking, oh, what's the term?
0: Uh, civil forfeiture for you. Uh, I was going to say it's uh, eminent domain. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: same principle, really. Requiem eternum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Requia de in imp- <laughs> Prima Nocta. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Chalupa Supreme. (laughs) Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) Man, I want Taco Bell. Anyways, continue. Right?
1: Um, Oh, speaking of, um, sort of vaguely related to Taco Bell, did you see the new Mountain Dew flavor that was just released? No. Why, that would be a limited edition run of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, I did! Mountain Dew. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh. Guess... Guess who has two six-packs headed to their house right now? You? Sure do.
0: Oh, Morgan, I want to come over and try this.
1: <laughs> I want this. Oh, absolutely. There is... So I, I bought them for a friend um, who's going to pay me back, but she said I could have at least one of the cans, and there is no way in hell that I'm drinking an entire can of that by myself. So okay. absolutely, yes. we will going to try it together.
0: Yes! Oh, this is... I saw a bunch of um, people I like to call, um, I, I, they're not bread tube. They're just like leftist adjacent, really funny Twitter accounts. Uh, oh, okay. Who also, shit posts a lot. Who mm. also, all really, really, really deep in their bones, like I do, need this drink in their body. Um, <laughs> and I've never felt so important. Well, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I could provide that experience for you. Thank you. It's going to help me evolve into the bread ship I know I can <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so glad. Uh, but you know what
1: I'm not glad about? It's that uh, Summer's mom's ex-boyfriend shows up at this point and starts being abusive to them. Or, well, no, actually he just shows up real quick and then we cut to another scene. And then later he's abusive. Um... After he shows up, we cut to Eddie making a ring out of plants <laughs> uh, and he uses it to propose to Shawnee. And she's like, but I'm not really pregnant. I was just late. And he's like, I don't care. I still love you and I still want to marry you. Uh, and then they go tell Mitch and CJ and everyone's excited.
0: But they already um, got it engaged. Like at the end of season one, they got engaged. So it's like, yep. Are they getting engaged? OK, I I guess. Um But we can't dwell on that for long
1: because Hobie's here to tell us he found the next part of the treasure hunt. He says that uh, X tree, X tree, read all about it. I've found the next clue. X Um, gonna give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then they find the rest of the clues immediately. And it's very anticlimactic and feels rushed.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. You got it. You got to say what the clues are. So. Oh, yeah. They found the X and then they go. Now we have to find a tree. Tammy's tree. And they look to the left, they look to the right, and they go, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has Tammy in it. And they're leaning over, and they go, Wilma's table? What could that mean? Nettie and Shawnee look, uh, like, look at each other and just go, Flintstone. And then they're like, okay, yeah, I'm sure there was a flat rock somewhere. Let's go find it. And I'm like, "Yeah, what? And as soon as they say that, Hobie's like, oh, I know where the flat rocks are. And they just go there.
1: This and it was what?
0: very boring. It, it was, um, You had so much else you could have cut from this episode yeah but that was the thing we're just like uh yeah you know it's a great grand mystery what this is but luckily i've watched enough boomerang uh <laughs> so I, I just so you know it's eddie is just like a big flintstones and Gil and i almost like gilmore girls um uh, uh, <laughs> gilligan's island fan <laughs> mm. you know
1: Yeah, I think this in particular highlights my problem with the pacing of this episode, which is that the parts I cared about felt incredibly rushed and not written or thought out at all. And then all the parts I didn't care about took forever. Yep. Like, oh boy, what I needed was a solid six to seven minutes of rafting scenes in this episode where no one's talking, but the interesting treasure hunt? Nah, let's not bother paying any attention or screen time to that. I mean, yeah. Yeah? I got nothing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they move aside the big flat rock and discover that there's a hole, and Mitch is excited to explore that hole.
0: Um, (laughs) But first... (laughs) Mitch, Mitch, you know, Mitch and Bussy. He's just a bitch- <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Bussy Cannon. Yes. <laughs> oh Mitch God, God. Uh, um, you know what that is? Just Urban Dictionary, Bussy. Yeah, you'll 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 figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, summer. Then we go back to summer, and she's calling the cops on her mom's ex, and then he finally goes away after she says she called the cops, and after saying. I may not have to follow laws, but you have to follow the laws that I set and I'll enforce them. And it was very dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he uh, gets in his truck and starts ramming the trailer off the cliff. But they get out in time and Matt shows up on his motorcycle and fights the ex just as the cops show up. Um, And then that's
0: the resolution of that plot line. It's so weird because the cops show up. They see this guy getting punched and they're just like, I'm not gonna question what's happening here. Yeah. And then it, and then Summer's mom is just like, Oh wow, so you're mad and he's just like, I'm gonna say oh shante and she's like, Summer, you better fuck this boy. <laughs> 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 she gives like like it's not like fuck me eyes. She gives the like girl fuck my daughter
1: eyes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> fuck, yeah. Yeah, forget about forget about Betty Davis eyes. It's all about fuck my daughter eyes. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> Jackie Quinn eyes.
1: <laughs> um, but then it's time for Mitch
0: to go into the gold hole. Oh, so um, I also have a fun <laughs> sentence there where I said okay. Mitch is going to rope a dope down that hole."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and it turns out, down that hole, why it's a whole bunch of bones, because this hole's a crypt. Um,
0: and Hobie thinks it's going to be booby trapped, but it's not because CJ says it's only booby trapped in the movies, and this is a TV show, so it like, doesn't. <laughs> um, and then Mitch uh, eventually finds
1: the boot, which is the big chunk of gold, and ties it to the rope, and okay. they pull it up. And did
0: yes. you struggle looking at this boot? And being like, what the fuck is that? It looked like chewed up gum wrappers. It looks like the king from the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like a bunch of fungus.
1: Yeah, it looked not like gold. And maybe that's just what gold looks like when it hasn't been polished. I don't know. I'm not a goldologist, but.
0: No, it's also, they say, Mitch, uh, this is a part where I actually recorded some audio here. Um, Future Morgan, please insert this soundbite. Right okay. Here. It's unbelievable! Okay, so we inserted the soundbite. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and then just insert that throughout the episode uh, whenever you want, just because
1: it's sure. funny. Um, Listeners, I have absolutely no idea what soundbite Michael is talking
0: about. I sent it to you. Oh, that sounded bite. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mitch says it's 60 pounds, which is unbelievable to me because I'd imagine it'd be heavier than that since gold is so dense and this boot is entirely made out of gold. Uh, Yeah, I would imagine that's bigger than six. That's heavier than 60 pounds. Yeah,
1: I don't know. But they they pull up this boot and then spend a long time admiring it instead
0: of bothering to start rescuing Mitch. Um, Look, like and it. just some people. Oh, shit, I already fucked up my joke. You know, um, <laughs> we ain't. Go, oh, fuck, I don't remember the lyrics to gold. <laughs> <laughs> I I
1: fucked it up. That's fine. Um the writers fucked this episode up, so we're in good company. Um, but once they're about to start rescuing Mitch, why the hunters show up and they seal Mitch in the crypt like Jesus, like <laughs> lifeguard Jesus. Like Donda. Um,
0: like Donda. I just listened to Donda today. Uh, I have not. I uh, don't. It, yeah, I wasn't going to. It's 27 tracks. It's an hour, 48 minutes long. Mm. Um, The first, you'd like the first track. The first track is 52 seconds of them just going Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda." (laughs) Like, no joke. It's 52 seconds of that. Um, And then the rest of it is Kanye talking about how much he loves Jesus or how he thinks he is God and therefore he is Jesus. Uh, Yep. And And he did collaborations with uh, a bunch of homophobes
1: and generally shitty people so
0: uh right yeah and he sampled i am the glub 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 a glub glub the schmucka Bucka buck you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's great uh it, it occurs for <laughs> six seconds and i was waiting the whole album for that and i was like six seconds fuck this album and then i yeah. had another like hour and a half to listen to uh yeah yeah it's, it's i don't like it anyway yeah please continue <laughs> sure
1: um once once the hunters are done sealing up mitch for three days hobie throws a rock and this lets them fight off all the hunters and a cop shows up and they're like we're safe but it turns out it's true a cab because he was working with the hunters the whole time question, and question for you
0: What the, well the mm-hmm. billy's um, uh, has the the crossbow and says mm-hmm. one line. I want you to tell me. Do you think this is like uh, sexual? Um or <laughs> you want to see how far an arrow can go through flesh, boy. Oh yeah, it was just very weird. Like I know what he. I'm I'm joking clearly. But it, yes, it, no, I I know what you mean. Very weird. Uh, you know, for a TV show to just that yeah. I read something. You know. A long time ago, about them not wanting to do like violence towards kids, and then they're just like pointing an arrow at a little boy, saying, "I will shoot this arrow through your flesh." <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah, it was straight out of like a thriller for a second there, yeah. which you know I wouldn't necessarily object to if it were done better, right? Um, and, and
0: like a thriller, they actually they let C J do action shit, which is awesome. Yeah, because she yeah. Has, can fucking kicks a dude in the face. Uh, and then grabs a gun, which is really cool. I was like, hell yeah, Pam Anderson, go for it. Um, but yeah, a cab, the sheriff, he pulled a heel turn. He mm-hmm. was always a heel.
1: Probably, probably. Um, he is a cop, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then we go back to the crypt and Mitch has found a pickaxe and starts chipping away at the walls of the crypt. Uh, which causes it to get very wet in there uh, because Mitch is just pounding away at that rock-hard wall. Mmm, bussy. (laughs) God, there are just too many good episode titles this episode.
0: I mean, we could just
1: call it Mmm, Bussy. (laughs) Um, I'm really upset that I can't immediately figure out a way to make the rest of bop work with bussy,
0: but don't mm-bus, don't Mbuss m Bop 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 bussy.
1: <laughs> God uh, Listeners, check the show notes. If I've come up with a funny way to write this I will have made it the show notes Otherwise, uh, maybe I forgot Who knows?
0: The future you, you is a mystery. To, you have to listen to the episode. How are you going to forget? Yeah, A significant point of this podcast where we're talking about bussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! Well, that's been bussy corner. Um, now we get to see the other four of the crew. Your podcast to bussy <laughs> corner. <laughs> bussy rookie school. <laughs>
0: Even baywatch Watch Bussy School. Oh, that is better. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like for uh for Thunder in Paradise, maybe it should become Ooh Yeah. Anyway.
1: Thunder um, in pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Bussy. in Paradise. <laughs> that sounds like the sequel
0: to F Boy Island. I, so I've been meaning to watch Boy Island. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I just, my point is I've been meaning to. I've been watching so right. much of the shit show that is Bachelor in Paradise. And it's, oh, oh, oh my God. It's, it's beautiful. I don't want to go, I don't want to go into too long of a tangent to describe it, but they had on David Spade as a guest host. Uh, and someone was like, oh yeah, I love Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and then, what? Yeah, because they just are stupid. And then they now have on Lance Bass, uh, who's just great. Um, but a lot of, quite a few of the cast members are just like uh, absolute trash fires uh, of people. Um, just being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Shocking. I we should be able to date other people, okay? Mm-hmm. And then why would he date that person? Um, and it's like. Look, you caused this to yourself, man. Don't, you know. What are you complaining about? Uh, just a lot of shit like that. And I hate that I love it. I, I, I hate that I watch that.
1: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I will say, if, listeners, if you want more reality television show talk, I can't promise it, but uh, I would say there's a good chance that if you listen to uh, our episode on season two, episode, or season three, episode six, with our guest, It's Unbelievable! Uh, that there will be a lot of reality television show talk. It's not six. Four? Five? I don't know. Five. Whichever episode has It's Unbelievable! on it, listen to that one, and there will probably be a lot of reality show talk. I mean,
0: episode six is one where they planned it to be a future TV show. And we might have to talk about that. Ooh. Episode five is, uh, is the one was... I mean, we just spoiled who the guest is, but... yeah, uh, eh, you know. Eh, maybe I'll redact it. I won't. Actually, um. You should just put in our guest with, It's unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> actually, please do that. That'd be very I, funny. To that me. actually might be very funny. Uh, I might do that. Um, yeah, more reality shows. I mean, look. Yeah. Not like we have anything else in our lives to talk about. No. Not like this show.
1: Um, speaking of this show, uh, the other four of the crew are tied up on the raft and sent downstream, and the cop throws the boot in the kayak and heads off, but Mitch has escaped from his hole, and now he's wrestling the cop underwater that we don't get to see, and then he flips the kayak back over, and now Mitch is in the kayak. Was this funny to you? Because it was very
0: funny to me. It it did feel very funny to me. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're just like, he fought him and then took his clothes and put his clothes on underwater. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, how did you, how did you do that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> because he's, yeah.
0: he's Mitch Bussy Cannon, that's how.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think we've finally found the level of horny that is too much for me, but in a funny way.
0: Oh. Um, wow. <laughs> I will see relax, Morgan, and like wild mm-hmm. Michael. You know, we need we need to kind of amp you up, amp me down. Yeah. We'll find yeah. that happy point. We gotta we gotta find the Bussy Equilibrium, which is the title of my upcoming memoir. Bussy Equilibrium <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with us, like deeply wrong with us. Yeah. I mean We are recording a
1: Baywatch podcast where two men who have never watched Baywatch before try and watch Baywatch. Um, I'm Michael Eisen. I'm Morgan Thrapp. And what happens next is that Mitch gets in his kayak and starts heading towards the raft and uses it to steer the raft through slightly calmer waters. And then they make it to the shore just before getting sucked into the devil's mouth, which, you know, you go right out of the hole and right into a mouth. Um, Ooh. and, but the kayak with the gold in it does go into the mouth, um, which means that that cave is a bootlicker.
0: <laughs> oh, I was not, that's a good one. I like that. I was not expecting it, but I like it. Thank you. I came up with that one on the spot. Did not write that down. It was very witty. Thank you. Um,
1: but now we're back on Baywatch beach and CJ and Mitch are flirting about CJ rejoining the lifeguards. Uh, and then Matt realizes that, uh, Bob Quinn is... <laughs> Bob Quinn. Bob, what? Bobby, Bobby. Bobby Quinn. I like Bob Quinn. Um, Bob, Bob,
0: <laughs> Bob. God, the joke I was going to make there is too dark to make on this podcast, so I don't know. All you, right. I don't know if I
1: Listeners, can.
0: listeners, feel free to use your imagination. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll give, um, I'll give everybody a hint. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 the joke involves Sirhan Sirhan. Um, so... That's it. all right.
1: Um, but yes, Matt and his friend realize that Bobby Quinn, dun, 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 is a woman. It's summer. And him and his friend are shocked that a woman could be good. Uh, and then well, it's we get a lifeguard montage.
0: Their, their coach kept on telling them, like, be prepared. Like, you're going to have to challenge the swimmer named Bobby. And they're like, what? yeah. And usually you don't have, like, men challenge women. In, like, swimming events? That's fair. So it's like, they'd be like, well, who's Bobby? Like, Bobby with a Y. And it's like, no, it's Bobby with an I. It's it's (laughs) for Roberta. And they're like, wait, what? I don't like, I guess that's technically, like, progressive and forward thinking, but also, like, not necessarily feasible in competition. Uh, Yeah. I Okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh but yeah, we we get a lifeguard montage where uh CJ gives Summer some advice and then both of them make it into the program and Shawnee and Eddie then have their wedding. Whoa, 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 you can't cut there yet.
0: Okay. Because we have an original song. Oh, gotta talk about and maybe sing. Uh um, Ooh. Oh actually sorry. No 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 no. The the montage happens over the wedding. My deepest apologies. Ah, about the wedding.
1: Yes. Uh, Shawnee and Eddie are getting married, and it's it, it's a wedding montage. It's it's very sweet. There's nothing particularly exciting about
0: it. Yeah, I realized after saying that, it was everything that needed to be said was already said. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not a very good montage, honestly. But the song is called All I Ever Wanted, and it's by Megan Olson. And I could find nothing about this person, except for oh wow of them. Oh, uh, I think she's an actress who can also sing. I th- I think that's her deal. Um, the song is pretty, I guess, but the lyrics are nothing. Um, but what's going to happen, Morgan, is I'm going to take a second here. I'm going to listen to the song just for a second. Uh, but what's going to be funny is you're going to guess how, if you don't remember, how certain parts of the song are sung based on how I sing it. Um, okay. Uh, but I have to find, you know...
1: The tune here. While you're doing that, I'm gonna get some more water so I can wet my pipes. Oh yeah, go for that. Get my hole nice and wet.
0: Mmm. All right. Okay, so it's not gonna be true to the tune. Uh, cool. That's even better. I can't better. sing their tune. Um, but so I've I've I developed this little uh, helpful cheat sheet for us here um, that has uh, singing notes for us. Okay. Um, so just learn your part. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to see what happens here. Are you, are you ready Sounds to try good. this? Let's do it. Okay. I waited so long just to find you As I searched for words to say Just how thankful now I am to Share my life with you today You're all I ever wanted Everything I could ever need Ooh, all I ever wanted, now you're here right in front of me. With a grateful heart, you know I take thee.
1: Proudly yours, I pledge my love. You're the angel here to save me. Sent Sent from heaven heaven
0: up up above. above. (laughs) You all I ever wanted, everything I could ever need. I ever wanted. Now, now you're, you're here, here right, right in front, front of, me. of me. Oh my God! Your audio. <laughs> 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 She's like singing into a can. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. You and me will redefine
1: forever. In my arms is where you're
0: gonna be. Baby, now we'll ever come together. Anything, cause this is destiny. Ooh! You're all oh, I ever wanted.
1: Yeah. Everything that I could I ever, have ever
0: need. need. Ooh! All I've ever wanted... And there's no line after that. <laughs> it just ends on that. And that, that part's weird. Uh, that's not the actual tune of the song, but that is the no. Baywatch Rookie School version. We'll publish yes. it as a single. Make tons of money. We've got two more scenes left in this episode.
1: The first is Matt. I mean, it's not even really two scenes, but it starts with Matt and Summer running on the beach. And it's very obviously trying to set them up as the next hot couple now that Eddie and Shawnee are leaving. And then Mitch and Hobie talk about life in their wedding suits, and then they wrestle after Hobie says he's going to jump in the ocean with his rental tux.
0: Yeah. And then the episode ends. Yeah. So that's it. Um, So on a scale of 1 to 10, where uh, one is discovering love is dead or is a bread bowl, and (laughs) and it's discovering that you have a, a gold... I don't know why I put... A-N. That's not proper punctuation. Ted is discovering that you have A, gold prospecting 49er uncle left you a gold boot in his will, or it's a bread chip. Um, (laughs) First, Morgan, how would you rate this two-parter, and then how would you rate this episode? Actually, reverse that. That makes no sense. (laughs) I agree.
1: Um... Yeah, so in terms of this episode, uh, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the pacing felt super weird to me. The things I didn't care about, we spent forever on, and the things I did care about, which were not many, but there were some, we we barely even touched. And that was infuriating to me. I also, every time they found a clue, they would sing the rest of the song— um, and they kept finding clues in rapid succession So we just kept hearing the same snippets of song over and over And it uh, wasn't fun to listen to Clearly
0: um, you've never been to a Passover dinner Because that's exactly what Passover is like It's a bunch I of mean, going to, a doing a thing Let's sing the song again about where we are Okay, let's do the thing Let's sing this, oh my god, stop We've sang the song five <laughs> times in the last ten minutes <laughs> Fair, I have never been to a Passover dinner
1: I don't i don't it's, it's worse. <laughs> the food sucks yeah um but yeah you know overall i think this was probably the best two-parter we've had um <laughs> which again not saying much um this episode in particular was definitely the weaker half of the two-parter okay. um And so I don't remember what I gave part one, and I... I think you gave it a seven. Oh, okay. I'm going to give this one a five, then. I think it was a perfectly serviceable episode. I didn't hate any part of it other than being a little bored by the pacing. Um, You know, it was fine. Uh, And I would call a five the experience of um, being stuck inside a hole Um, But when you go to chip away at the hole, you discover, uh uh-oh, what's that? The hole's made of bread, and now you can just eat your way out. But, uh uh-oh, the bread was underwater, so now it's soggy bread, and it's not as good.
0: Is there more uh uh-ohs?
1: No, that's it.
0: Aw, i was hoping for more uh (laughs) uh-ohs. How about you, Michael? Uh, I would give it a five as well. Um, You know, it was perfectly average. Wasn't a lot to love, wasn't a lot to hate Wasn't just the last episode And and yeah, there's a lot of stuff they could have improved on Like writing it better But also pacing (laughs) Um, But I am excited to see what happens next, I guess Uh, Yeah Because we have new cast And we'll also have more new cast appearing next episode Oh, cool yeah, we have uh, two more, two new people added to the regular cast starting next episode. Nice, so just a lot of a lot of new people, um, and here on the podcast too, we'll
1: have a bunch of new guests this season who have not been
0: on yet. That is very correct. We have it's a lot of guests. Uh, by the time <laughs> we get to Thunder in Paradise, uh, I I feel like it's going to be all guests. Um, which actually is kind of a goal of mine is to potentially get a guest for every episode of thunder in paradise. Um, I think that would be fun. Um, it's because it's not Baywatch. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's Hulk Hogan's thunder in paradise. True. Um, True.
1: I mean, I literally can't argue with you. (laughs) I mean, you
0: could. True. I mean, but you lose. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say a five is... Well, I have something I want to talk about, but it's not a five. You know what? <laughs> it's okay, you know what? For the sake of 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 talking about this thing, I'm going to rate this episode lower. Not because I think this episode was lower, but just because... Okay. I, which is, I'm going to rate this episode a four. Uh, okay. So I can talk about uh, Bishop Sycamore High School. Uh. Have you heard of Bishop Sycamore High School? Literally not at all. Good, because it doesn't exist. Um, Oh, right. That's part of the point. So what happened this week is this team, or sorry, let me take that back even farther. There's this high school, apparently, called Bishop Sycamore in Ohio. Okay. And they say to, uh, to ESPN, hey, we have a high school football team that's like top, near the top in the state. Uh, Mm -hmm. we should be, uh, put on TV and we should play against, you know, these teams. Uh, and ESPN is like, we're not going to fact check. Okay. Why the fuck not Bishop Sycamore? Go for it. Oh, so it turns out that Bishop Sycamore doesn't actually exist. Um, like, okay. So again, they're in Ohio and they claim to be part of. If you really look into them, the Texas Christian Football League. Okay. Oh. Uh, their About Us page just is blank. Their schedule says coming soon. Um, they claim to be an online high school. I think, sort of. Um, but their team is made up of people. Actually, some are in their thirties. Uh, oh. Like, there's a guy who's 36, uh, who's wow. on the team, who gets injured in the game. Um, and there's people who couldn't make it to the NFL. There's, like, what they lie about a bunch of stuff. So they, like, submitted to ESPN information on their players. And, like, one is, like, this guy's being drafted uh, to a school in California, but he's actually being drafted to a school in Nevada. They want to make it sound cooler and better that they're, like, a good team, right? Um, sure. They also didn't submit the full player list. So there's videos <laughs> on, on, like, Twitter and whatever of people watching the game, and the commentators are going, well, this is number 56, uh, who is actually not on our list of players submitted to us. <laughs> uh, and, and at one point, the quarterback gets injured, and they go, well, uh, they have a backup quarterback coming on the field who is number twenty Seven, who's actually listed as a wide receiver, not as a quarterback. Hmm. Wow. (laughs) they replaced that guy with another wide receiver who's now apparently playing quarterback. And they get trounced by an actual football team from Texas. That's an actual high school football team in Texas. Amazing. The score at the end is (laughs) 51-0. It's 51, and it's so bad. like they literally decline having a halftime they say nah we're not gonna have the halftime just put a running clock (laughs) wow it's like 37 nothing like at halftime so they're like ah fuck this Um, and just everyone is bad they're not communicative they're getting trounced by high schoolers who are more athletic than (laughs) them in their 30s and 20s um so then there's a story about in quotes Bishop Sycamore, air quotes, firing their coach who uh doesn't like exist. <laughs> I mean I mean that coach exists, but like yeah. they, as a school don't right. exist. Some right, so it's happen- questionable what he's the coach of. Right. Uh he also has an active arrest warrant. Um I should oh. have added that. Um other things, they have apparently played two games in three days, which is not how that works. Um, no. Uh, most of the players are junior college dropouts who are nowhere near high school age. Um, but all of these, like, you know, facts start emerging where people are like, well, ESPN really didn't do the research. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really, um, they really should have. Uh, yeah. But there's some other teams that apparently still have Bishop Sycamore in their schedule. Oh, we should also add, schools in America that are named <laughs> Bishop something are usually named after, there's something like, uh, you know, Christian. They're, well, they're usually, they're, they're like Catholic.
1: Right, right. right.
0: Um, um, Like a local bishop or historical bishop. Um, but the Archdiocese of Columbus, Ohio, doesn't have any Bishop Sycamores throughout its history oh yeah um god damn so that's i'm almost cool. impressed by that level of grift like right. right exactly uh but the school is also not listed in the ohio high school athletic association directory <laughs> because, um, because well. it is an online charter school uh oh yeah um That's amazing. I'm just going to drop this article for you here, and I'll I'll put it in in our show notes. It's actually really funny to read. Um, They also had a GoFundMe page. uh, Oh, my God. August 21st, 2021.
1: Um, Wow. The games
0: were this week, so it's been, you know, like a week. Uh, And it's for a new football program getting established in Columbus. A national and plays a national schedule, which is ranked fourth in the nation. The, mm. Okay, the campaign was going for twenty thousand dollars. How much did you think they raised before they stopped accepting donations? I'm gonna guess like eight hundred bucks lower. Uh, like a hundred, a hundred forty bucks. Holy shit! <laughs> it's it's great. So. To wrap this all up, a four, a four is being like the galaxy brain that comes up with Bishop Sycamore and actually, you know, does that. Like, gets football games and is just like, yeah, you know what? We're going to get on TV. But at the same time, a four is like, you massively failed because you absolutely (laughs) lost this game. Your players get injured. I should add, the doctor four of the players on this team was the other team's doctor because <laughs> they didn't what? have one. They oh didn't my have God. one. So he had to be the doctor for both. Oh, that's so good. It's like, it's, I'm so impressed with the mm-hmm. here. Um, it, it's horrible, but I'm really impressed. Uh, and that's kind of what a four is. So, uh, now, Morgan, what is your your two-part episode rating? What is your, your River of No Return rating?
1: Yeah, so I think—
0: Bread bowl to bread I, chip.
1: <laughs> I think where I come down is I'm just— uh, I'm going to kind of average between the two, and I'm going to give this two-parter overall a six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was genuinely decent, um, for most of its runtime, especially in the first half, um, and then kind of fell over in the second half. I think it was the first two parter we've ever had that I enjoyed. Um, and if more of them are like this, I don't immediately, uh, recoil in disgust anytime the words Baywatch two parter are an- uttered. Uh, and in terms of what a six is, um, I'm going to say a six is um, the experience of you get a bread bowl and you're so excited to fill it with soup, um, but they ran out of soup, and so you only get, like, the bottom, like, fifth of your bread bowl full of soup. And, like, you know, you still get bread and you still get a little bit of soup, but it's just kind of disappointing.
0: Yikes. Uh, How about you? I'm also going to give it a six. Um, I think it's... I think it was interesting. I mean, I like the. It's it's important. It, it introduces to us a lot of important characters. Um, and episode one was 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 really. Uh, it's not really good. It's good and it's, it's yeah. really interesting. Episode two is not so much, but it's not horrible. It's yeah, not like statutory rape. Yep. accusations. Um. So yeah, I'll give it a six. Uh, I'm gonna say a six is a bread bowl that has. Ma- uh, Manhattan clam chowder in it Instead of New England mm. Do you have opinions on the clam chowder Battle? Manhattan is the tomato based one right? Yeah yeah, that's stupid and bullshit Good 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 Yes and people who like One of my the, These references that just stays in my head Is uh, do you know the show Rocket Power? Oh yeah So there's an episode where um, I think it's someone else's like manning the the shop and there's like Mm -hmm. this guy in a top hat, I think it is, who's at the store and they're like, uh uh they're they're like overworked and there's uh, this guy goes, Oh waiter, waiter, like I ordered a clam chowder and like, well yeah you got your clam chowder. This is Manhattan. I asked for New England and someone goes, We don't even make Manhattan here (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do you fuck up and accidentally make Manhattan clam chowder? (laughs) Yeah. Like that's that's taking clam chowder and then ruining it. You have to actively do something else.
1: Yeah. To ma- I don't... I don't even object to tomato-based seafood soups. Like... I don't think I've There's perfectly one. acceptable versions of that. Um, but to call it clam chowder is a goddamn disgrace, and it makes me disappointed in New York.
0: What is... Okay, I, the only seafood-based soup I can think of that I've had ever is... Lamb chowder what other ones are there
1: uh I mean I don't know like specific names like necessarily
0: bisque maybe
1: like. uh, sure but I'm even thinking like um like there's plenty of like Italian seafood stews that'll have like squid in a like tomato broth kind of thing what hang
0: on I'm googling this now uh, yeah I, I'm curious because uh, it's weird for someone who's from Seattle um, it's not a big seafood person i don't well uh like uh like chiopino is what i'm thinking of i think i'm pronouncing that
1: wrong that, but that doesn't help me that doesn't help me C- understand it more uh, C-I-O-P-P-I-N-O. C-I-O-P-P-I-N-O. Uh, C-I-O-P-P-I-N-O. c-i-o-p-p-i-n-o uh traditional traditional ingredients are like a and other vegetables hold on let me look
0: at the giada de la Rentes recipe hold on <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's five stars at 277 oh this looks disgusting Ah, oh, it's so good. It looks absolutely disgusting. Hold, okay, wait a second. Here's the picture. I like chipino. I don't want to create a thread discord. Um, <laughs> look at this. Look at this thing. There's so much happening. Yeah, it looks How delicious. Th- no. It looks so good. There's so much shit in there. How do you drink this? It's a soup. A soup. You're not supposed to have to chew your soup supposed to be able to sip your soup not be like I gotta pull my put my hand in my mouth and pull something out I I so disagree like what you're not gonna eat like beef stew yeah the beef is chewable but you don't have to reach into your mouth and pull it off the bone yeah but like you're not putting the entire shell in your mouth why put the shell in take the she- keep the shell in while you're cooking it and then take the shell out before you serve it Cause it looks pretty. No, it doesn't. It looks like someone literally just shat in a bowl, and they're like, shat out clams today." I don't. Yeah, I. I think I, you just don't like seafood. No, I like some seafood. I'm just. I look at that. I'm like, <laughs> that looks. There's just so much happening in there. I do, yeah. I don't like the idea of something hard in there where I could accidentally bite into it.
1: I mean, I, I guess it's the same thing with like, it's not like you're using like a giant spoon that's going to accidentally pick one of them up.
0: Yeah, it is. That's a, it's a sp- I don't know. I'm not looking. I don't <laughs> always look at my, my fork or my spoon when I'm eating. I want to look up and do something. else. I don't know. Not like- I feel like you'd be able to tell just based on the weight. Well, here's to do. <laughs> later on when uh pandemic is maybe, uh, you know, not mm-hmm. horrible again. You and I go. Oh, I, I still need to. I still owe you a birthday dinner. Um, so, oh, yeah. Besides besides the birthday dinner. Uh, All right. Uh, which. I promise we'll have yeah, I'm, one of these days. I'm, I'm not worried about it. We should go to a seafood restaurant. Sure, uh, and order this just so I can try this, and then report back to the podcast and be like, "Okay, got, okay. Well, here's okay. Look, I found one that looks good. Okay, okay. Maybe it's because there's looks better. Maybe it's because there's a, a, a not like fifty billion like clam shells <laughs> sticking out. Yeah." That also looks good. You know, I think I would eat both of those. I just don't like the idea of like the because I have to like take out the clam shells and I'm like, you put your spoon in and then you have to like sift the the clam out of of your spoon to get the liquid because you're like, I don't want to eat a shell. I'm like, they don't put the shell in there. (laughs) I don't get what's so controversial about not wanting to have like have to make food extra work. I don't know. I kind of like the ritual of it. Ritual? How often are you having this?
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't have it very often, but that's what makes... Like, it's the same reason I like other, like, shellfish dishes where you leave the whole shell in. It's like, I don't know, I kind of like the ritual of, like, getting a little bit of... Sure, but I don't know. I feel like it's not any weirder for it to be in a soup than it is, like, a pasta...
0: Like, no, if you con- a, a pasta has a fork and it's not liquid, it's not going to like, like, it's not like, oh, man, this pasta is so slippery. Look at this clam <laughs> shot sliding along this pasta like it's a slide. But like,
1: you're going to you're going to honestly tell me if you dipped a spoon in and picked up a shell, you wouldn't be able to tell the weight difference between that and broth?
0: I couldn't see it. I don't know. But you don't see weight. You feel no, weight. Besides that, it's the fact that you then you pick it up and you're like. Okay, well then I had to get a new, a, a new spoonful because there was a shell in the <laughs> spoonful. I'm like, that's a that's more energy exerted into having to to put the spoon through the liquid again. <laughs> and like that takes up time as opposed to like on um, pasta, you're just like, I can see this. There's a fork. It's not yeah. like it's not like it's like gaseous pasta, you know. <laughs> That's a that's a first <laughs> image. <laughs> <cast>. <laughs> I don't like that. You know, yeah, I like. I, I I don't think it's controversial to to not want or or to like care about the texture of what you have, and I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. We'll have to listeners write in
1: and and tell us if you like if you like shells in your soup or not and the first person to do so uh you guessed it you're going to win a love sink <laughs> <laughs> i am determined to keep this in season 3 oh
0: uh, really you want you <laughs>
1: <laughs> you really you really want to keep the joke in i don't know we'll see what happens during the editing process
0: uh okay i mean <laughs> We'll see what happens Mm -hmm. Uh, Morgan Let's talk about The next episode Yes Let's Oh actually You know what Okay Well I mean Of course Sandcrab722 Gave it a 10 Out of 10 uh, Said Literal cliffhangers Turbulent waters Turbulent courtships Underwater acrobatics Shooting villains Superb Uh, Watched I'm like What? What were you watching? (laughs) Uh, Doesn't feel like The episode we were watching um, but the next episode is called Tequila Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so our Baywatch wiki description is that a woman from Mitch's past becomes one of his fellow lifeguards and stirs up memories for Mitch. Matt must contend with surfers wanting to take over part of the beach. Ooh, okay.
1: those damn surfers.
0: Yeah indb description is matt goes undercover as a surfer with jimmy slade a local teenage surf bum who is going to be a recurring character a main character um to tangle with a surf gang at a beach who have been harassing surfers summer meets slade for the first time and wants him to teach her how to surf and ben also teaches summer the ropes of manning the switchboard Wow. (laughs) I imagine that's going to be great. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. with Captain Thorpe gone from Baywatch after being promoted to chief. Ooh. Wow. And Ben having been promoted to captain. Whoa. A new Baywatch administrative commander, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden, arrives, which troubles Mitch because of past oh this is really descriptive because of a past affair he had with stephanie three years ago that ended when she walked out on him without saying a word wow gonna be a drama filled episode i mean hopefully yes technically (laughs) give us something to talk about if it is you know yeah i guess so um But now that we're fully into season three, things can get a little bit more exciting because we're now in prime Baywatch. Um, Mm -hmm. And we can start, you know, having all these fantastical guests who may or may not duck out of wanting to be on our show. Who knows? (laughs) They'll probably stay. Uh, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, Morgan, do you have anything else before we... um,
1: we No. No, I think, you know... Season three is off to a much better start than season two is, and I'm hoping we continue on this trajectory. But the one thing I can say for certain is Bust. that <laughs> <laughs> Um is Bust that
0: day the i at night. All day long.
1: God. Um, is that I want to thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Baywatch Rookie School. If you want to find us on Twitter, our show handle is at Rookie School Pod. I'm at Morgan P. Thrap.
0: I'm at Snot Snit, S-N-O-T, S-N-I-T.
1: We'll see you next week, and just remember, Red Bulls, Bread Ships, and Bussy.
0: Oh, that's not a good combination. That's, like, <laughs> that's way worse than for loco. Ugh. Yeah, I suppose it probably is. You know, actually, you know what's way worse than all of those? It's a what? soup with clams in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I take that back. Clams yeah, I was going to so say, great. hold up. Soup with clam shells in it. Mm. Soup, soup with clam shells. Not soup with shells, because shells can just be noodles. You can have noodle shells. <laughs> but clam shells. Oh my okay, god. What?
1: what if you had pasta made of clams, though? Like. Like, the booger inside of them, or, like,
0: the shell? I'm thinking the booger. Ah! Okay, I've had actual clam, like, (laughs) twice. I think this is an extended outro. Mm -hmm. I've had, like, actual clams twice, and Mm -hmm. the first time I had it, I was like, uh, one, okay, this booger is kind of small, it doesn't taste great. Two... I thought this was supposed to make you horny, and it's not. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm here with my girlfriend, and I I don't feel any any more turned on than I was before. I'm pretty sure that's uh, oysters, not clams. Is it? I mean, yeah. they, they should both give up. I think <laughs> that God should have just made them both make you horny.